Welcome, 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 welcome to Just Full Man, man. with your, your host, host, Marcy. Welcome back again to part three. Um, for those of you who have, cha- have travelled with us through this journey, we've been through a journey of exploring mental health and faith, and what faith, how, how faith has played a part in that, and how it may have also been a strength We've explored mental health in young people and the challenges and the struggles and the anxieties they face through education, through life, through not having role models or even maybe sometimes father figures. And now we're at a place where we're exploring what do we do next. So stay tuned to find out what we can do next. Um, I experienced a course only maybe about five or six years ago okay um called the power of self-esteem wow and even at that time you know big dj you know big in the community lots of friends you know i thought i had it all together no issues whatever daughter's doing well she's killing that university whatever everything seemed to be fine as far as i'm concerned confident young man i've been through stuff but you know i'm I'm strong and i've got it all together and people see this persona of me um and literally that first session in there, finding out that really the stuff and the way that I dealt with things or way that I do deal with things was connected with so many things in my past. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, suppressing stuff um, and being that guy that you can't talk about certain things. I realised after a couple of sessions that um, I reacted a lot to what people said. And I took things on board based on what people said. And I took them on emotionally. Yeah. And um, what I learned through some of that process was about not necessarily reacting to every little thing that was connected with my past, but actually um, dealing with the facts. I had to learn to deal with the facts. Is that true? What's the actual facts of what, what's going on? Yeah. And I had to learn to build myself up again as a man um, and realise that, you know, I haven't actually got it all together. Yeah. You know, and and to think of me at that age, I was around about forty then, um, and to think at that age, um, that I haven't got it together, that I have I'd, had emotional issues, had self esteem issues, you know. So if I'm getting to forty and I'm dealing with those type of things, imagine what these kids are dealing with. Yeah, you know, because I know what I I suppressed when I was a youngster. Yeah, you know, my my dad left the home, and you know, I didn't fully understand until I was a bit older. And then it hit me in secondary school. Yeah. And then I played up in secondary school because it was that feeling of loss, that feeling of nobody cared. And my hero was gone. He didn't care about me. And and he's the one I was doing it all for. Yeah. In a mm-hmm. way. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that affected everything. I didn't realise at the time. I just yeah. thought I was being cool, being a class joker, causing problems in the class and you being know, there. causing, mm-hmm. you know, issues and stuff. And it wasn't I had to get to a point where I had to get selfish. Yeah. And that was in school, year nine. I had to get selfish. You know, I've got to do it for myself because mm-hmm. I'm getting nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but then yeah. still later on in life, going through, you know, having my daughter and dealing with church life and stuff like that, mm-hmm. lots of things affected me that yeah. mm-hmm. I didn't realize until, like, like, for, like say, I didn't start to really, really deal with until I was 40 years old. Yeah. yeah. So we do suppress things. We yeah. do, mm-hmm. as, you know, men and women, we do suppress things. and. And I think that's what's driven me, like you say, Matt, because of your experience in the past, that kind of driven you to do what you do now, because we didn't have that support as young men. So, you know, 
I'm I'm so blessed that I can get paid for doing what I believe that God has called me to do. Okay. I believe, mm. You know, I'm blessed to, to mm. live out my purpose mm. in a way yeah. and mm. to kind of give back and to bless others by just mm. being there and building them up and building their stuff and giving them the tools yeah. to mm. actually survive life and get through life. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Not that I've got it all together. Yeah. I'm still working on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's work on me. Let's work on us together. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, your question mark is such a an almost the most important question. Yeah. Really, is what you know? How do you help people? Yeah. You know, I think the first thing is, I'd say, is the person you talk to the most is yourself, mm. right? So mm. I think it's really good to take a step back and, and and listen to the conversation you're having with yourself. Yeah, brilliant. You know, so Adrian talked about how are you, mm. but I think ask yourself the question, how am I, mm. and be really honest with yourself yeah. about the answer to that question. Yeah. yeah. And if the answer is not okay, and in many cases it that will be the answer, I'm not okay, then then the next step is find somebody to talk to. Mm. Because for most of us, most of the time, the key that unlocks yeah. our journey back to health and well-being is somebody to talk to who will listen to us. Now, that is a huge challenge for most mm. of us, right? Yeah. The spirit of this age has created... A situation where a vast majority of people find themselves lonely, even in a crowd. Yeah. Right? Loneliness has been declared a pandemic globally, right? We have a minister for loneliness. Why? Because it's such a factor. It's a huge factor in health yeah. terms. Yeah. Spiritual, mental, mental health, either getting well or staying well, is impacted by loneliness. So, of course, I'm sitting here saying, you need to find some talk to, and you're there thinking, I haven't got anybody. Yeah. Then there's a bit of work to do because you yeah. know because I don't know who you are, but you know who you are. Figuring out who is there around me that I could talk to, and of course with family breakdown and extended family now living miles apart, modern life has created an environment where we're far less resilient than we yeah. used to be. The nuclear family has been blown up, yeah. and extended family finds itself in different countries in different yes. parts of the or different parts of the country. Mm. So sometimes it's not even possible to find that person within your family network that's true. you know maybe within your church community or even your business community if there are trained mental health first aiders within your workplace they're there specifically to give you somebody to go and talk to yeah. without fear of repercussion yeah. you know so um and ultimately professional help is there in many forms there are many organizations you know that and some of them are represented in this room i guess <laughs> who are who are there looking to help people yeah. find somebody to talk to to have you know to have the conversation and um but if i could flip it as well because Edward mentioned earlier on the most powerful question we'll ever ask anybody is how are you yeah yeah and i think all of us however however much we're struggling because as you so rightly say we're all works in progress mm -hmm. right yeah. none of us here have graduated mm -hmm. exactly <laughs> we're all still fellow travelers on yes. this road called life but all of us can be someone who can listen to somebody else yes. and get really good at asking the question, how are you? And then yeah. stop talking yeah. and listen and expect that person to give you a really honest answer. And I know in my experience, that question has been life-changing for me yeah. and for many people that I've traveled with. And I've done my best to be a really good listener mm. to the answer to that question. And then that answer can become the beginning of a journey for that person that is just an incredible and I think uh, it's also mindset when asked that question. 
because what's the mm -hmm. usual response? How are you? Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> good. And it's, it's, it's getting used to saying, I'm actually yeah. not the best I've been. Mm. You don't have to say, look, it's all falling apart. Mm -hmm. But you might say, I'm not the best I've been. Or, you know what? This week's been a struggle. Yeah. And, and just being able to say that, even if you don't say anything else, yeah. gives people an indicator that yeah. you might need to have a talk. And again, people might not have the answer, but what I've recognized in time is as you speak, the burden is lifted off. So when I shared in the first episode <laughs> about my journey of uh, bereavement and what was going on for me, it's um, because I kept sharing that story through, uh, we do lots of marriage events for couples and people who are engaged. And as we spoke, uh, me and my wife, to the audience, I would share my struggle of where I was at and what that did to me and how bereavement had affected me. And every time I shared it, it got easier to share. And so now I can share it on airwaves and send it out. It doesn't matter who's heard the story. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. And I'm still journeying. But I'm okay. Yeah. Because I understand where I'm at in the part of the journey, in the part of that story. So good. And so it's just about let's talk. No one's saying let's get fixed. We're saying let's talk. Mm -hmm. Share with someone. And as Mark was saying, and as Adrian said, have a network. And if, if, you, if you're struggling to have a network, then there are agencies out there where you can pick up the phone, you can phone anonymously and just talk yeah they don't need to know your name or anything mm -hmm. and so there are things out there for you that you can tap into um if you're one of those people who's feeling isolated or without that network but one of the best things you can do if you are struggling to have a network is begin to connect with people yeah. and you don't have to connect with people to tell them there's a challenge just begin to connect with people yeah because again just having a network can make you feel better in yourself that there's people mm -hmm. around you, even if you've not shared anything of personal depth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's important. It really is important. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just having a fellowship of men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not not to be like, you know, just men, you know, men-centric. But I mm. think um, there's just not enough of, you know, growing up you have your guys and you go out and you yeah. whatever, but you don't have those conversations. No. And I think as you get older and you're dealing with life, yeah, as mm -hmm. it were, um, there's not enough opportunities for men out there. I mean, you know, you're saying you go and talk to people, but where do men get onto that journey? Like where, what, what steps? How do you get onto that step as a man? As a, <laughs> a man, it's gonna you take. Know, it's where gonna do I? Where do I yeah. start? I think it's gonna take one person mm. to change the conversation. Yeah. So as we're yeah. talking in this studio now. Yeah. It would just take one of us to change the conversation yes. yeah. for the others to think, ooh, now it might leave some people uncomfortable. So if I was in that conversation now and I said, you know what, guys, I am struggling, I'm falling apart, all my thoughts are jumbled together and I am a mess. In the midst of a talk about last night's football, mm -hmm. <laughs> you're going to be thrown. It's like a curveball. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it just takes one person to say, I'm willing to be vulnerable to you guys what are you doing tomorrow let's go and have yeah. a coffee yeah. yeah yeah so that person's opened up the others need to respond yeah yeah and, and like you said adrian let's go and have a coffee mm -hmm. like you said mark 
yeah, let's talk. Let's let's yeah. just have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Let let's do that. Yeah. Um and be willing to do that. Yeah. Change yeah. the conversation. Yeah. And in, in the second episode, I was using some stuff from a thing that we call a, a, a course we run called Together about the levels of conversation people have. And as men, we need to get to levels four and five where we're not just giving our opinion, our facts or just mm-hmm. cliche talk, but we're talking in motion and, and, and sharing who we are. Yeah. You know, so the, the how are you question is good, mm-hmm. but sometimes the who are you question <laughs> When you can get there as well, mm-hmm. you know, even like you said, Mark, ask yourself, mm-hmm. how am I? Mm-hmm. Ask you, who am I? Mm-hmm. And who am I trying to be? Mm-hmm. So that we can keep ourselves on track and not necessarily fall into stereotypes. Yeah, or, brilliant. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so true. I mean, something that really made, my birthday was a few days ago, and something that really made my birthday, somebody called me, I've not spoken to him for a while, he's a big artist, Um and because of the arena, I mainly wanted to talk about something. And he called me and he says, because of some of the posts that I've put up recently, he didn't know that I was a spiritual person as on that kind of level and whatever. Yeah. So he's called me and we've just got in a conversation about life, about his marriage, about relationships, about him moving forward um, as a man, the stage where he's at, at life. And, and I just thought to myself, wow, how, how... Mm-hmm. You know, that really, really made my day. Yeah. You know, just to hear somebody's heart like that and you just wanted to connect. You know, the main core of his conversation is that, you know, it's what we're talking about here. He wants to connect with like-minded men that we can just bounce off each other, we can encourage each other, we can mm-hmm. sharpen each other, we can grow yeah. together, you know. Um, and it was just, that really touched my heart. It was just so amazing. Good. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think if we're going to, change culture or I mean that's a bold goal isn't it but mm. to certainly act in the opposite spirit to it yeah. it requires as many of us as possible as men to model something different yes. yeah to show not just to lecture everybody on what it looks like and sounds yes. like but to, to demonstrate it and I think you're both talking about ways in which you've not sought to be role models mm. but literally sort of you know I guess practice what we're preaching here yeah. talking about right mm. so don't just listen to what I'm saying, but li- look at how I live and watch yes. how I live. And I think in yeah. that sense, the internet's been a great asset to you because yeah. you've, you've been posting some things that's yeah. been broadcasting yeah. to your network and somebody within that network has mm. seen something or read something yeah. and thought, actually, that's a that's a different sound. I'm yeah. not hearing that sound and I'm going to go and yeah. reach out and have a conversation. And it creates an opportunity to have a discussion about what does it really mean to be man you know yeah. masculinity redefined by a bunch of us who are prepared to you know make a different sound yeah yeah to look a different way and that is that's powerful how do you change the world one person at a time right? exactly so. <laughs> exactly and i think um as we as we kind of close this conversation we we you know i've, I've had guys call me young married guys call me and say we want to meet with you about uh looking at how to be men in our household <laughs> and it's it's interesting as you're both speaking it's that thing about what does it look like and you'd mentioned being like-minded i think most men are like-minded in that we we don't like to talk much <laughs> even though yeah. we've done well with this conversation <laughs> it's true, it's and, so true. Um, so we are like-minded in that but we need to become like-minded in knowing we can be vulnerable 
yeah. with each other. Yeah. And yeah. it's interesting because since starting these podcasts, men are connecting and communicating with me. Men mm. are saying this is so needed. That's great. And a couple of women have listened to it and said, this is brilliant. I'm going to pass it on to this person or this person. And so the concept is being recognised that we really need to build a network. And, you know, I'm going to have to look at how this can develop into even a helpline if we need it, <laughs> to, <laughs> to be there to support people through sure. struggles yeah. and build a network of people like yourselves who can speak with people, listen to people. And I suppose that's the, the main thing that's coming out of this is listen. It's not about the speaking. It's not about having the answer. It's about the listening. So people have a space to, I use the word offload. Yeah. Uh, when I'm running workshops, I put this tree up and I say, can you offload, put it on the offload tree? And I get people to offload anything on their mind so that they can be in the room and engage with the training. And it's that kind of situation, isn't it? What do you need to offload so you can continue your journey in life? Mm. Um, and just having people who will listen. I'm going to give you an opportunity for any final words of encouragement, top tips, guys. Oh, gosh, no pressure. Um, <laughs> well, I, I guess I'd just like to say, you know, thanks for the opportunity to be here. I hope that the conversation will be a real benefit to everybody who listens to it. And I think from my point of view, I guess if I was going to leave anybody with anything, it's the it's the thought that it's okay not to be okay. And the most important thing you can do is tell somebody that and invite them into a conversation. Thank you. And I would echo that as well. Um, I think it's an amazing conversation. Thank you for the, the invitation to, be, to take part in this. And I would just echo that, you know, talk as men, just talk, yeah. you know, uh, and be open uh, and find some, some guys around you that, that you can really be open with and um yeah that's it excellent so the the consensus from us all is talk find someone talk offload it don't carry it alone you don't have to be on this journey alone none of us have to there is always someone who's willing to listen now the the other aspect to that is you may not know that person there's counselors out there some of them yes they they are things you have to pay for but we invest in lots of things um so invest in yourself and there are some counseling services that i'm aware especially around here in manchester where i live where they are donation based it's what you can give so they don't want to have barriers between you and your opportunity to talk so again um if you need those details communicate with us via social media or however, however else you're connected with us and we'll pass those details on if that's what you need but you know we wish you all the best we hope that you've got everything you need from this program and we're just signing out now tune in to the next episode so that you can hear more about what men have on their mind what they're talking about um, ways in which we can get around this and find solutions uh, for situations we may be facing again subscribe and share and yes we will see you soon <laughs>